Hey guys, and welcome to our first podcast. My name is Juan Felipe Salazar. And my name is Alondra Sulema. So glad that we can make your acquaintance this fine evening. And yeah, this is our first podcast. Woo! It's really exciting, actually. <laughs> We're so um, excited. One of the reasons we wanted to make this podcast was to be able to have a voice and speak our minds about what real millennials are thinking. I feel like a lot of people in the media don't portray like a, a realistic idea of what issues we were really going through. Like people who are in like their 40s will be like, I understand completely. Like I work around a lot of millennials, but you're not a millennial. Yeah. So we want to help accurately shape our image of being a college student growing up in a digital age and essentially being the next ones to take over the society because we are next so yeah definitely <laughs> it's scary but it's almost time guys yeah i'm sure you guys are wondering uh why the title why generation why me so juan and i decided to make this podcast together obviously and one of the first things that we went over is the name um we wanted to make this podcast for millennials by millennials and and basically, Generation Y and Generation Me are both terms that are used to signify millennials. And we just morphed the two just to show of how other generations see us. Like, they usually see us as lazy or complaining or whining, like a whiny group of people. And we want to use this podcast to just, like, drive our own image as millennials. So, um, since we are just meeting and this is our first podcast, what we wanted to do was go ahead, instead of giving you guys a full autobiography, we wanted to go ahead and do like a quick flash round of questions. That way you guys get to know us a little bit and it doesn't take up all of our time. Yeah, should be fun. So... I'm gonna ask Juan 20 quick questions. He only has 30 seconds to answer. So we're gonna make this quick, fast, easy, just like a game show. I feel like it's a lot of pressure because I haven't read her questions yet. <laughs> and we decided that we were gonna do, you know, regular questions, but then some crazy yeah. questions thrown in there as well. He's getting thrown in <laughs> I'm totally getting called out. All right, 30 seconds on the clock starts now. What's your age? 20. What's your sign? Taurus. What's your nationality? Colombian. Favorite genre of music? Hip hop. Pet peeve? Uh, people who bite their lips. I, I bite my lips. Okay, <laughs> iPhone or Android? iPhone. Crack or cocaine? Uh, cocaine. <laughs> he has a <laughs> Alright, dogs or cats? Dogs. Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. Curly or straight? Uh, okay, I'll say straight. Wow. Oh, wow. How much did I get through? Ten. Alright, well, hopefully, a lot does a little bit better than me. I'm gonna go a little bit faster okay. in that way. So I really want to get her on like these trick questions that I have. Trick what? Okay, let's do this. <laughs> I feel like okay. some of these are gonna be like, what? Like what is? <laughs> um, all right. Thirty seconds on the clock starts now. Do you have any phobias? Spiders, definitely. What is your stance on abortion? Uh, pro-choice. Have you ever gone skinny dipping? No. Using two words to describe your Friday night. Very boring. What is your relationship? What is your relationship status? I'm taken. What race are you? I am Hispanic. Favorite singer? Ooh, I mean Whitehouse. What's one thing people hype about that you think is overrated? 
Oh, uh, well, all right, 30 seconds stop right there, but I do want to know what, what is that? Because I feel like, for example, I hate Chipotle, and I feel like people hype it up all the time. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, feel... I have Chipotle every day. <laughs> I hate Chipotle. I feel like it's so basic and so disgusting. I, I probably just lost, like, all of the viewers right yeah, there. Yeah, Chipotle is lying. Yeah, I love no. Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... One of the things that we wanted to do with this podcast was... Um, in our podcast, we're going to have a segment which is titled Just News. Um, it's going to be things that we pull from Twitter, from actual news stations. Um, just stuff that really pertains to us as millennials, basically. Um, yeah. No, and uh, the, one of the main reasons we wanted to do this was just because I feel like news stations, they're so biased these days. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't accurately understand like well it was this what is this yeah. an opinion piece or is this actual it's not fact? very well rounded exactly so obviously the biggest thing that's going on right now is the election, is the election. <laughs> this buffoonery of <laughs> of an election show. um all right so one of the first things i want to talk about that you know happened over the weekend was the justice department and the fbi are discussing with hillary clinton's lawyers for approval that would allow the FBI to conduct a full search on um, newly discovered emails. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this whole email thing has been going it's back and back forth. Like it's today. been pretty long. And I, at this point, I feel like if you haven't made your mind up about who you're voting for in the, in the election, it's. There's something wrong. Yeah, there's something wrong. And I understand that people have their reasons for not trusting Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. but it's like people are saying, oh, well, why would I want to vote for. The lesser evil right so yeah i want to add on to that and say that um hillary and trump aren't our only options in this election i feel like a lot of us millennials don't know we also have third party um we have libertarian party and we have the green party in electoral politics third party is any party contending for votes that fail to outpoll either of its two strongest rivals so this is just for you guys to know your options right now we have the libertarian party which is on ballot in all 50 states and dc it consists of gary johnson and bill wild and we also have the green party which is on ballot in 40 states and it consists of dr jill stein and ajamu baraka i hope i pronounced that right in addition to that there's also a write-in option on the ballots and yeah, so you can write in for Bernie Sanders or whoever you want. Yeah, but the thing is that this election, I feel like it's too important. And yeah, like if it was any other election, you could choose third party. Mm-hmm. But it, I feel like this election, I mean, it's primarily, it's going to be either Hillary or Trump. And, definitely. Yeah, and it was, it's technically our fault. I mean, we had the choice of having Bernie in the, in the, the primaries, primaries, which is like one thing, like... You can't complain now that we mm-hmm. have Hillary and Trump, but when in the primaries, you didn't want to choose for Bernie Y'all Sanders. were quiet. <laughs> okay, listen. Y'all were on Twitter, backing him up, supporting, but y'all were quiet at the voting stations, okay? So, yeah. like yeah. I, I mean, if you were... I don't... If you didn't go to the polls, you... The polls. Don't. <laughs> stations. Uh, but yeah you know know what you're talking about know what's going on and i feel like it's really important for us to become more well versed in what's going on especially not even just the presidential election but also the congressional and stuff like yes we... 
please, please, mm-hmm. please, please, guys, when you guys are going out and voting, you know, November 8th, or if you're voting early, mm-hmm. please vote for more than just the president. Don't leave those other yeah. spaces blank or just, you know, b- fill in something to fill in. Research, you know, your your sheriffs, your mayors, because at the end of the day, there's only so much that the president can do, you know, yeah. and everything else goes down to your mayors, to your sheriffs, to your um, congressional districts. And mm-hmm. if you don't choose for them and you're choosing exactly in opposite of what your presidential candidate would like to do, then you're not really helping. Yeah, you're not helping at, at, all. at all. So yeah, just, you know, go out, be educated. There's Google, Yahoo, Bing, whatever <laughs> your preference is. I mean, come on guys. And speak to like your elders, your mom, your dad, your grandma, you know, get out there and get active. Well, let's move past the election. Let's let's forget about it yes, for a please. quick second because I'm starting to get a headache. Yeah. <laughs> Got some pop culture for you guys. So we're going to move in swiftly to the Jay-Z and Kanye beef that has occurred in the past week. Um, On October 19th, at his St. Pablo concert at Key Arena in Seattle, Kanye West was obviously feeling some type of way about his longtime friend, Jay-Z. We was in the studio together as me and Jay, Drake's in the track box. And I said, look, I call Drake, I call me, I call y'all, we got a sponsorship, we got to let people have this song. But then it went out of that territory, it went into some title, some, 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 some shit, some p- political shit, some shit about percentages on songs. I can't take this shit, bro. Along with that, West also wanted to unload how he felt about Jay-Z's lack of emotional support after his wife, Kim Kardashian's Paris robbery. You call me after the robbery, say how you feeling. You want to know how I'm feeling, come by the house. Bring the kids by the house. Our kids ain't never even played together. Run that shit. Hope and Drake have yet to respond. It's crazy because I feel like out of everybody in like, you know, the hip hop world, they have mm. been like watch the throne throne was amazing yeah and it's crazy i mean um in i believe in that clip he says Mm -hmm. that uh blue ivy and north have never been i know have have never met or no they've never played together together. and that's crazy because they're like four three or four years older yeah like at this point they should be best friends yeah but that's crazy um Let's let's talk a little more about um, Black Lives Matter. Recently, actually, a black teen, and this is this is kind of the headline that got me. Mm-hmm. A black teen got arrested for eating a snack. <laughs> so let me go. Let let me go a little bit into it before you have a before you have a temper tantrum. All right. Well, in Washington D.C., an 18-year-old girl was arrested for eating a lollipop on the D.C. Metro. A bystander filmed the incident, and you can hear people and other bystanders yelling at the police for using excessive force. Um, go ahead and take a listen. You could have told her to put it away. You could have told her to put it away, or took the lollipop. And obviously, Black Lives Matter supporters, you know, they're they're have the right to be upset because um, you can clearly see in the video that the teen is getting slammed against the car. It's a little girl. Okay, it's fine. But one of the bystanders is like, "She's a little girl," and then the police officer was like, "Well, little girls make crimes too." And I'm like, what? and I'm like, I mean, really? I mean, it's a lollipop. Like it's it it shouldn't have gone that far. 
but it did. She was arrested for unlawful entry. Apparently, <laughs> apparently the DC Metro has really strict laws on food and drinks, you know. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there shouldn't, like it shouldn't be that excessive. Like definitely, okay. I mean, she got knocked to the ground. Yeah, like lollipop? like they slammed her against the car. That should be illegal. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's why that's why Black Lives Matters took to Twitter and they were so upset and it's you know completely understandable. Um, but apparently this isn't the first time something like this has happened. The DC police has also done something like this in uh, the year two thousand, where they arrested a twelve year old girl for eating French fries. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's crazy, but. Again, like you know, try to follow all the laws possible, but at the same time, it's like force is not it, it, it wasn't necessary. And Especially it, in this climate, exactly. With all this, like they're just asking for it at this at at this point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and as as you guys heard, one of the bystanders was like, "You could have just told her to put the lollipop away." Yes. Like it would have been that simple. You know, we didn't need to get all of this involved. And now the poor girl, she's going into juvenile detention. It's it's. Oh my goodness. She must be traumatized like that's just but all right guys let's move from news between the election and this black live matters and not being able to trust jay-z anymore i am hurt <laughs> i am physically hurt so let's go ahead and move into something a little more fun um as you guys know us as millennials we take to social media for anything and everything that comes our way news um social issues anything so we want to go ahead and present some of our favorite trending topics from the last two weeks i don't know about you alondra but for me one of my favorite um trending topics of this week has been hashtag fighting air challenge oh my god and the, here's the thing like again why have we as a society got into the fact that we are fighting air we are oh fighting air God. and the only the thing that impresses me the most about these videos is the fact that it's like if you heard them and i'm gonna go ahead and play a clip right here every time you say something to me you don't never do nothing so what i'm gonna sit here and argue with you for what i'm gonna sit here and argue with you for yeah it, so as you guys heard the clip sounds so realistic like they sound like they are legit Fighting somebody. People, but it's just exactly. Fighting. Please go out and check out these. Check out, the check out these hashtags. And um, somebody on Twitter, um, two turn Chris said, some of these videos are funny as hell, but sometimes these people gotta chill because they look like they're having a stroke. <laughs> which is a hundred percent true. Like these people are legit out here, like, like having like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's really crazy. Um, so my trending topic for this week is that's so Raven too. Um, Raven Simone announced on October twenty second that she will be stepping down as a co-host on The View by the end of the year to start the That's So Raven spin-off series. I am. So, that's So Raven so used to be one of my favorite shows. Same. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> Everyone has seen Raven do the look. I can't. <laughs> okay, guys. So this is obviously a big deal. series will follow Raven Baxter as an adult, a single mother with two preteen children. The kicker is that one of them inherited her psychic abilities. So yeah, this is the same strategy. 
strategy Disney Channel used to successfully reboot the popular sitcom Boy Meets World with the sequel series, Girl Meets World, in which the title character from the original series now has kids of their own. Yeah. Basically, and I'm not complaining. Yeah, I thought you know which one I I will be so excited to see like a sister sister like. Oh my God. Can you, I mean, it would be pretty weird if they both have twins. <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah, bye, bye, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> so here's some tweets from Twitter and how people are reacting on there. At KSizzle six one one said, just watched at Raven Simone announce they are making a hashtag that's a Raven two, and I can't contain my excitement. Heart eyes emoji. <laughs> <laughs> at the Joshua Danton, my childhood is coming back. Omg, omg, omg. At Raven Simone. Same Joshua. Same. I'm right. <laughs> so yeah, people are obviously excited, and I can't wait. Yeah, and it's really unexpected because over the last couple of months, Raven, someone hasn't been. Yeah, she has. But she hasn't been like the best role model. So for for her to kind of, if you saw like the when um she did the announcement, she looked completely put together. She didn't have no crazy lipstick or anything like that. Like she looked completely normal. Yeah. Yeah. So in addition to this, I don't know. If you know, I mean, I think you know Juan, but I don't know if our viewers know. But um, Orlando Brown, obviously, he was um, Eddie in the show. Oh yeah. But I'm wondering if he's gonna be cast in the show as well because at this time, at this point in time, he's kind of like on crack. I mean, he's really like not put together at all. <laughs> if you guys um, Google him and follow him on Instagram, you'll see what I'm talking about. He's really like off his rocker. No, and not only that. Oh, and Kyle Massey also, like, he is trying to make a rap career out of himself. So to see, yeah, to see, yeah, so to see Corey as, like, this, like, rapper talking about doing drugs and fucking pussy and shit is, it's like, yeah, go ahead and check it out. Google it, guys. I mean, I have seen that he's kind of, like, grown up, I guess. Yeah, and, and, and again, it, it's probably a little weird the fact that like yeah. we're seeing these these little people yeah grow up and then it's but anyways, <laughs> our next and i feel like this is ha this has to be like both our favorite trending topics of the last two weeks is the sad sad news oh, yes. of vine. vine so on october 27 2016 twitter announced that it will be closing down vine Twitter stated that since 2013, millions of people have tuned to Vine to laugh at loops and see creativity unfold. Today, we are sharing the news that in the coming months, we'll be discontinuing the mobile app. So Vine isn't officially completely dead, guys. We'll still have the six second clips available online. But it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah, so they're going to be online, but there's just not going to be an app. Um, the reason for Vine being closed down is because Vine has seen a dramatic decrease in users in the past year. Upon hearing the news, Twitter responded with posts and threads of the most iconic Vines along with the hashtag RIP Vine. Here are some of our favorite and overall most iconic Vines. <laughs> Don't even say nothing to me, boy. You look like a motherfucking uh. What it is? What's up? What's up? Got your nigga in the club. God damn. What it is? What it is? Hit him three times. Hit him three times. Let's go. 
We in this beach, finna get crunk. Abra's on fleek, the fuck? It's cold outside, but I'm still looking like a daddy because I hope never gets cold. Say hey, Vine. Hey, Vine. Fuck Vine, bitch. Do it for the Vine. 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 Bitch, why are you mad? Because my pussy pops severely and yours don't. I know it's sad guys, and I know what you're thinking. And now what am I gonna be able now what am I gonna do for you know the six hours of my life when I'm trying to go to sleep? Well, me and Alondra have some Netflix recommendations for you guys. Cause I know at least when I'm watching Netflix, I'm always like, well I've already watched all this shit. Like what the fuck am I supposed to watch now? So <laughs> and let me just say that I really consider myself a Netflix like concierge. Like I'm on Netflix. Guys, I'm I'm not kidding. Like I think she has this on her like business card. <laughs> like she has like Literally. Netflix connoisseur <laughs> there. Um. So my Netflix recommendation and. I feel like a lot of people give her shit all the time, but she's actually so funny and she's actually really progressive. Um, and then it's Chelsea Handler. The, um, I actually love Chelsea Handler. I get her humor. A lot of people don't, but even if you don't, you should check out her documentary. It's called um, Chelsea Does. And basically, it's a four-part documentary where she splits it up into four different categories. Um, race sex weddings and technology and each one of them is so interesting um in the drugs um documentary she goes to peru and does ayahuasca oh, yeah. which is like oh. crazy it's crazy yeah. it's crazy because i've never heard of it ayahuasca before mm -hmm. and then like to see her physically doing it, right. like, you know, for her documentary, it was so cool. And it shows how much she's invested in it. So explain to our viewers what ayahuasca is. So ayahuasca, it's a drug, it's like a... Um, a simulant basically where it gives you visions and it's usually done by a shaman in Peru um, and not a lot of people are able to do it because you have to go all the way to the mountains um, but it immediately um, after like take because it comes in like a shot form so immediately after you take a shot of it you shit yourself yeah. you like pass out yeah like it is mm -hmm. and um it's it's like when you see it happening you're like wow that's crazy like i <laughs> if, when you watch it it makes you kind of want to do it because after you you know poop yourself and like go with the sweating <laughs> and the detox you kind of have like a spiritual um moment and you have these visions and after you do this drug most people say that it changes them forever like their whole outlook on life yeah, like for example, um, and I don't want to give too much away, but Chelsea Handler, she had like a revelating moment with her sister, um, and I think that's, I think that's good. Like I, I don't, obviously I'm not a pro, like, hey, <laughs> go do drugs, guys. But, <laughs> um, going back to my preference on cocaine crack, no, but in all, in all honesty, I mean, I feel like this is one of those where it's like, well. I might look into it just because it looks so it interesting, look and, and it's all natural, guys. Right? Like, <laughs> like synthetic marijuana. Okay? 
<laughs> Let's, don't, that's, don't that is a price. whole other, that, that, we're gonna have a whole podcast just on drugs just on drugs we really yes. will and you know she does the drug one she also does weddings cause uh, I feel like and this is true I feel like a lot of millennials these days are like I don't wanna get married I don't wanna you know go into a, a, a serious relationship and it's crazy and it's sad um, the fact that we're losing that but if you watch this documentary you get a better it like a you see the process of going into a wedding and, and everything like that. And at least for me, I mean, I'm, I, I was always for getting married and stuff like that. But for me, it just reassured me that I do want to have a wife in the future and, uh, you know, have that and see that for me. <laughs> But yeah, definitely watch that. I watched it, and it, it is a really good um, documentary series. Yeah, so again, guys, that was Chelsea Does. So my recommendation is 13th. It's also a documentary that is featured on Netflix. Um, the documentary was du- directed by Ava DuVernay, and I would describe it as powerful and infuriating and beautifully written. It's more so a documentary about the... Um, systematic racism and injustice of African Americans and Latinos in this country and if you are still on the fence about the Black Lives Matter movement or if you just plain out don't like the Black Lives Matter movement I think it's really important for you to watch this documentary because it opens your eyes to so much there's so much history in this country and for African Americans most of it is I, I gotta tell you guys, me being, I mean, I'm, I'm Hispanic, but I, I obviously support Black, like, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And me watching that documentary, it's so sad. It is Literally. so sad. And they made a, th- there's a clip in there that, uh, which is the reason why I wanted to watch docu- the documentary in the first place. Um, it, it had like a, like a clip in there with Donald Trump and um, about how, you know, all the similarities of how... Basically what? from the Jim Crow era. Exactly. Right? Parallels to the what he's preaching about now. And they had it um, overlaid with footage from... What is it? Civil rights era? Yeah. No, and it's... Mm-hmm. The, like... I couldn't make this up. Like the similarities are insane. Like it, it literally looks like if they were the, in the exact same era. That's that's a little crazy. It, it's a really... Good and uh, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing documentary. Okay, guys, stop whatever you're doing and watch this documentary. It's necessary to educate yourself, especially given the social climate. So, one thing that I for sure wanted to do when me and Alondra started thinking about this podcast was provide a way to support other artists. Um, and you know. Everyone on social media, I, I'm sure you guys have seen it, you know, posting their covers, posting their art, um, or general just like being voices. So that's what we want to do. We want to, every podcast, we want to go ahead and put the limelight on somebody else and support them all that we can. And that's why our next segment is called Local Limelight. And my local limelight for this week is a uh, girl who did a beautiful cover of Pray I Catch You by Beyonce. Her Twitter name is Anna Lee underscore Ramsey. And I'm telling you, it was, it was amazing. I was like, wow, for sure, 100% you're going to be on. And I'm actually going to go ahead and play a little clip right here for you guys. Maybe it's a cause for concern, but I'm not at ease keeping my head to the curb. 
So yeah guys, go ahead and check her out. Again, her uh, Twitter name is Annalee underscore Ramsey. So my spotlight uh, for this week is a girl by the name of The Natalie Chen. That's her username on both Tumblr and Instagram. She is a South Florida artist. Um, she is 19 years young and she basically does mostly uh, drawings and paintings. They're all super beautiful and she's super, super talented. She's from West Palm Beach. And yeah, I think you guys should definitely check her out and support. And hey, if you guys um, wanna go ahead and tweet us, we can go ahead and put you on the next Local Limelights. Obviously, most of us millennials are in college and some of the things that <laughs> we do during college is it's a little crazy. So we want to give you guys we want to give you guys a space to to air out all of your all of your, your college sins. stories. Your and, dirty sins. Exactly. So don't worry. Uh, we're gonna totally hide your identity. No one's gonna know who you are. But go ahead and tweet us if you have any crazy college stories and you want to go ahead and join us on our next podcast. And we actually have our first guest on our podcast right now. So um, go ahead and uh, tell us tell us your college story. Um, okay. Um, there was a time, I think it was like two years ago, and I was talking to this guy named Noah. So we are talking, like it's cool, whatever. And then, um, and I started talking to someone else, and his name was Isaiah. So I'm trying to tell both of them, blah, blah, blah. And then I meet one of them, and one of them was like, oh, you know, my ex. So I'm like, who, who's that? And they said, oh, Isaiah. And I was like, uh, yeah. And then I guess from there, like, they got the, the point that I was talking to, like, both of them. So, um, they both, like, kind of figured out, and then... Um, they both like told each other like things that we did. So like the thing that they would know, the other one told them. Yeah, Noah told Isaiah, and Isaiah told Noah. So that was like weird. And then um, Noah was like, "Oh, we should have like a threesome with like all of us." So um, yeah, we like all made meet met up for like this threesome that was supposed to happen. And we just like all started kissing whatever for like nothing really happened and it was like mad awkward <laughs> and then after i stopped talking to both of them i think they started dating again which was really weird and then yeah it just ended up really weird i both i still fought both of them on insta but yeah i'm still awkward seeing them guys you really had a love triangle going on i am fucking <laughs> shook <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. That was <laughs> a great way to start one of our college stories. Definitely. And um, yeah, guys, again, if you want to go ahead and tell us one of your college stories, tweet us at generation underscore by me on Twitter. Yep, yep, yep. Tell us all your sins. <laughs> all right, guys. That was our podcast for the week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please let us know if there's anything else that you guys want us to talk about, anything any future ideas that you guys might have, anything in general, tweet us at us gener <laughs> generation underscore why me. We will provide you 
what yeah. you want to hear. <laughs> Remember, we're doing this podcast for you guys, for you guys to have a voice, for all of us to have some form of, you know, Space. yeah. So tweet us, let us let know. Us know. Real, real, real. <laughs> and if you want to go ahead and follow me, I am one of your co-hosts, co-hosts, Juan Felipe Salazar. You can follow me at Salazar F Juan on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me. My name again is Alondra Sulema, and you can follow me on Twitter at Elusa Mulata, and also on Instagram at Elusa Mulata. Bye, hoes. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you guys in two weeks.